0: Greetings and welcome to the Pure Report. I'm your host Rob Ludeman. It's time to bring the orange with my good buddy James Gallegos. This is part three of our Purity Six series, and really excited to uh, put the wrap on this final one. James, we just finished Accelerate. At the time we're recording this, we ran Accelerate yesterday and actually launched Purity Six. How did that go?
1: Hey, Rob. Yeah, it was it was awesome. Um, it was. Uh, a lot of great press, a lot of great coverage, um, and as we were, um, you know, expecting, uh, you know, everybody definitely likes uh, the direction that we're we're taking, um, you know, our product and features, and and yeah, thanks for thanks for having me again. Love, love being on the uh, on the show here, and um, you know, talking about what we're doing.
0: Yeah, it's been really fun to do a a multi part series because we've had so much ground to cover. Um, you know, in the first episode that. We just popped out, we talked about some of the new features, right, the, the mm-hmm. active DR, continuous replication, the new file capabilities, and we'll touch on those a little bit more here today, but for, mm-hmm. you know, for completeness, we want to go through the rest of, of these you know, agile data services that we've been talking about and specifically touch on those areas around managing, around access, and then a really interesting one around you know, mobility, right? kind of the movement yep. of data. Um, let's let's go ahead and dive in. Um, so for manage, really, we're kind of talking all about Pure One here, and I know we've done podcasts in the past on Pure One. So maybe we don't dive too deep. But um, in your background, working as a systems engineer with customers, what were the kind of things that you heard around the, their their enhanced ability to manage and what Pure One brought to the table?
1: Sure, and I, I think Pure One is is definitely you know kind of the main component. Um, yeah. And and Pure One, it's you know it's a web-based um, you know uh, artificial intelligence, machine learning you know built uh, built on what we call Meta is is the engine that it's built on, and uh, you know it's it's super intelligent. It's you know it hooks into support, so pro support has telemetry data of which they you know create proactive you know tickets and cases for customers, and you know Pure One overall is is an incredible incredible machine. Um, but when you bring it to the to the management side, you know it it does. It, it provides the ability for customers to have a global view um, of, of all of their, um, you know, their 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 pure storage um, products, um, and not not only including, you know, FlashArray, but you know, FlashArray, FlashBlade, Cloud Block Store. Um, it, it has snapshot cataloging and you know, has everything. So it really is that, that single place that, that a customer can go to. And I, I don't even want to say single pane of glass. I don't even, <laughs> I don't want to say it No. Um, don't make me say it, but you know, it, it's, it's great. And when we also have, you know, we have, uh, you know, mobile applications for pure one. So we have iOS and Android, um, and you know, of course, uh, HTML. Um, so it's it, across the board, pure one's been awesome. Um, so, but you know, in addition to Pure One, um, from a management perspective, and this is kind of you're going back to your question of you know, as an SE, yeah, you no, know, we're we're uh, in the Flash Array business unit, and and even in the Flash Blade business unit, we're we're an API first uh, engineering organization. So, you know, to to help make uh you know the the Pure um, platform um, and and our data services even easier um, to manage is. You know, we we uh, it's an API first, so you know customers can manage it however they want. You know, we have a native, native UI um, that's available through you know a virtual interface that's you know super simple. Um, everything's in the UI; it's effortless management there. Um, and we take that to the APIs that you know you can build in autom- any automation through you know pretty much any automation products out there. You know, including you know like VMware um, and and Cisco uh, and all that stuff. Um, um, and then, kind of, you know, the, the icing on the cake is pure One being able to provide, you know, serious, you know, advanced analytics and, and workload planning. And, you know, and, and I think we just added the click to quote. Um, have you heard about click to quote? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, click to quote, we, you know, customers can actually go and do some workload planning and, and uh, it'll generate a quote for whatever they want. So they, they need to add some additional capacity, they need to add an array you know, they, they, uh, they don't even have to talk to anybody. So we're we're kind of on the, I think we're in the, in the, on the path of just, you know, um, automating ourselves all out of jobs.
0: <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. But that's what it, that's what it equates to, right. Is, is if you have fewer people needed to, to run the infrastructure and you combine that with the peace of mind, you know, when you hear stories of predictive support, you know, hey, Pierce just showed up today at our place and told us that something was, you know, something was out of line and they just went ahead and, and you know, preemptively fixed it for us before mm-hmm. anything really happened. Like that's the value of being able to analyze all those data points. And, and you know, you, you hear someone like Farhan, you know, who's, who's kind of our director of AI and machine learning connected to peer one. You talk about the things that they're able to do when they pull in that data. I mean, the things they're doing right now with you know, predictive workload analysis. You can see what yeah. happens if you move workloads from one array to another. Um, combined with the things that you know, Stan and team have been doing around the VM analytics, right? The power there—it's just there's so many facets to it, right? That that it's really hard to cover here. I will, I will plug. There, there was a, a good pod that I did with Roger Weeks, who's one of the uh, the, the TMEs on the Pure right. One team. Yeah, Roger's awesome. Roger's great, and we did kind of a top ten things you might not have known about Pure One, just because he was finding. Back at Accelerate in, uh, in September in Austin, that he was talking to all these people on the floor and, and just kind of even basic things, you know, like you mentioned with the API, with the you know that, that people can you know build around that and, and don't necessarily have to use our framework uh, and connect into other things that they didn't even know that. So that's a great one if you want to go get up to speed. Um, I think it's also worth mentioning a little bit around Peer Service Orchestrator, right, in terms of the manage. Capability because we do see really the rise in in the you know Kubernetes and containers and had John Owens on you know a month ago. Um, How how do you view that? What do you see for for PSO?
1: Yeah, I mean PSO is uh, I mean that's that's absolutely crucial, right? Especially when we start talking about the you know like the world of containers um, and and you know being able to to properly integrate with um, with those type of uh, infrastructures. Uh, And so yeah, we we just we just kind of continue to see. Um, that world growing, um, and it's very very consistent. So um, yeah, we're like I said, API being an API first uh, engineering organization, it make it lends very very kindly uh, to you know to that uh, you know to that automated um, world. So yeah, we're we're pretty stoked about it.
0: Yep, and worth checking out. So you know all the replays from yesterday's Accelerate Digital are up on PureStorage.com. So um, we did feature two sessions on Pure One. So if you want to dive a little bit deeper on those, there's uh, there, there's a couple good ones that Roger and Farhan did there, so check those out. Um, for us, we will we will move on to uh, I guess the kind of the fourth aspect of of purity here, which is really around access right and i think from, you, know, you and i talk uh, data is only so great if you if you can actually get to it
1: yeah access is probably days, more right? Becomes, yeah right there with as important as the data itself is being able to actually access it
0: exactly yeah. and a lot of that comes down to you know to protocols and so you know that was kind of a big a big advancement that uh, that you all pushed forward that we pushed forward yesterday with you know with file on fa what what was the backdrop to that right relative to you know the acquisition of Aired and, and, and that, ad. and Alan Driscoll did a nice job of speaking through some of that in, in, uh, in a video that he did, but what was the backdrop on that?
1: Sure. So, so just to kind of like, go, kind of go take a really quick history lesson, um, you know, with our, you know, we've been a fiber channel and iSCSI, from a flash Ray business unit, at least we've been a fiber channel iSCSI block platform for, you know, since our, our inception. Um, we, we expanded that a bit with, NVMe over fabrics, um, via Rocky um, back in, you know, we announced that back in 2018. Um, and again, that, uh, with vSphere 7 supporting Rocky and UCS, um, Cisco UCS supporting Rocky that, you know, that, I think that world is actually just, you know, starting, um, to boom. So we're seeing a lot of awesome traction and, and interest in that. Um, you know, but, you know, we, we do a lot of what we do. And I think I mentioned this on our, on our last call, a lot of what we do is because customers ask for it and, you know, one of the biggest things I get, especially you know, at uh, events like executive briefings and user groups, is you know, listen, we we especially from existing customers, we love our our Flash Array. We yeah. let us put more on it, let us do more with it, um, and and uh, you know, not a lot of folks not being super big fans of Windows File Services, um, you know, they wanted something that was built in natively, and so, um, you know, about 18 months ago, we acquired um, Compuverd, um, which which is a uh, you know a, a super mature uh, NAS uh, you know file system um, file protocol and uh, technology. Um, so we acquired it a, w- a while back, and um, you know that you, the first thing you might be wondering is you know what the heck uh, what the heck took us so long? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so you know when when uh, when when we acquire a new technology like that, we we have to make a, a pretty big decision right away. How are we going to integrate this new this new technology and? And traditionally, you know, for for more most uh, systems manufacturers, you know, they they tend to bolt it on um, because you can get it to market quickly. Um, you don't have to do much R and D. You know, it doesn't take a lot of uh, a lot of engineering time. You know, so you know, we could have definitely integrated that as an additional add on, like most of our competitors have done with very similar acquisitions in the past. Um, but we we decided to you know kind of stick to our ideals, like you know we. We we wanted to build it in natively, we, and so that customers could have the experience that they're used to, and and not have a separate operating system, not have a separate layer, you know, not have to provision a volume to a file system. Just a lot of the complexities that I don't think you know that that users really want to have to deal with. They want that native access, um, and so. Um, we've built in, we took the file protocols and the file system from the CompuVert technology, and it's built in natively to Purity 6.0. So we're, we're pretty pretty excited about how that uh, all came together.
0: Yeah, for sure. And it's really consistent what we do architecturally, right? I mean, the, the, the only reason that things like Evergreen work for years and years is because we don't bolt things on, right? That we truly integrate. And, you know, that's one of the, I think one of the one of the great messages that, that you and the team um, pushed out relative not just to this discussion around access, but just in general around around this purity update was, you know, this is something that's included for existing users of, of pure flash array to to upgrade non-disruptively and take advantage of these great features, right? So, you know, you go in, do your upgrade, and all of a sudden you're doing this file capability um, without you know having to deal with something that's bolted on or that's challenging to upgrade or that there's some software license to do it's um it, it's it's really consistent with with uh you know how we try to do things here at pure
1: yeah we're we're pretty excited about that part you know we we have our competitors that are you know they're all they're all you know doing their their refreshes and adding new technology but you know i think and they're all different um, and yeah. you know they're all going in different directions i think you know but i think one thing that's common is you know they all require customers to rebuy stuff in order to get the new functionality which you know in our in our mind isn't fair um you know when we come out with something new, we want not only new customers to you know to be you know may, maybe customers that didn't consider us before because we were lacking a certain technology we, we we definitely want to attract those customers with the with the new add-ons and new features but you know, we also want to make give it our existing customers like we want them to be able to to benefit from this and be able to be very happy and and building things like, you know, like Active DR, which we talked about, you know, last uh, last episode. And mm-hmm. and, you know, with adding file, you know, this is built in, you know, it's it's part of the, the non-disruptive purity upgrade um, and uh, and customers can, you know, can have it as part of their evergreen subscription. So, you know, we're, we're definitely sticking to to our core ideals, which is. um you know, super encouraging, right? So, uh, from from especially my perspective, you know, when we're when we're going to market, we want to make sure we stick to stick to something very consistent, and you know, we're we're very proud to have done so so far.
0: Yeah, what's the what's the analyst reaction been to this one? Because I think this one's really interesting and, and certainly significant. And you did a lot of briefings and got a lot of feedback. Um, what 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 was that like? What kind of what kind of things did you hear from from analysts when the, when you talked about this this capability coming into play?
1: Sure, and I, I, you know, I think the knee-jerk reaction with everybody is, you know, okay, well, you know, they're your competitors all do file already, yeah. <laughs> you know, you're not adding anything new. Yeah. But when when we talk about how we integrated it, um, that you know, that it's not a separate layer, that it's not a separate operating system, The customers don't have to buy anything additional, that they don't have to forklift and rebuy capacity. To get, that's when the, those are the huge differentiators. Because mm-hmm. even if you look at our, our closest competitors that are, are unified in nature, you know, they have, they have protocol restrictions because they're either, you know, emulating um, block, you know, so they're, they're, you know, their LUNs are essentially a, a big file. Um, so they have, you know, capacity restrictions and scalability and performance restrictions, a whole bunch of crazy stuff. Or on the flip side, you know, they have like a NAS gateway um, or a separate NAS operating system that's kind of built on top. And so, you know, w- with that, you know, the, the, they have a lot of weird restrictions. Like, you know, they, they don't benefit from, from deduplication and compression against each other. Um, you know, the file and block workloads, and they don't use the same single pool of capacity. They have to, you know, set up different volumes to to one or the other. And the way that we're integrating is is uh, you don't have to worry about any of that. It's all uses the same single pool of capacity um, between both file and block. Um, you know, the they get the benefits of a global data reduction, um, and uh, and it's all effortless to 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 manage via API or or built in native to the UI. So um, I think that that was the big feedback is you know the way that we're doing it. Um, and the way that everybody was hoping we did it is is the right way. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think everybody was a bit nervous, you know. But this was kind of our first big, you know, acquisition um, uh, with integration. Like, what what's Pure going to do with this? Um, and I think the the uh, overwhelming response has been very very positive. Um, a lot of excitement that we that we did it the way we did.
0: It's good they had that realization. Yeah. And, and, you know, you kind of use the term emulation. I'm an old, I'm an old microprocessor chip head. And, and to mm-hmm. me, to me way back when all emulation meant was it's going to be a lot slower and a lot more complicated and less efficient. So uh, right. certainly, certainly is great. You guys all did it um, that the, the way that you did. Um, let's shift gears and move to the, the final, certainly a, a last but not least type of things. But this is really around the, the mobility of data, right? And, and, you know, we all talk about data at a high level and there's certainly marketing things that we do and, you know, everybody's gathering it and what do you do with it? But um, really it comes down to, it, you know, if you can't move it around effectively and place it. Where it needs to be to optimize for you know uh, vectors around performance and accessibility and mm-hmm. capacity, then really what good is it um, so what what are the key things that um, that you're talking to folks about relative to uh, mobility you know around portability and multi cloud and you know even things at the edge I guess there's there's uh, you know new conversations we're having in that in that place as well
1: sure so you know, I think there's a there's a there's a couple uh, a couple of perspectives here. I think one one of which is is something we've done for quite some time now, and that's that's being able to offload snapshots. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, we did something crazy when we when we first introduced this technology in that we'll allow customers to offload their snapshots to either a generic you know um, uh, object um, location, like just you know offloading them directly to either Azure or like AWS. Um and and this is what we refer to as cloud snap. Um, so you're you're physically taking or logically and physically taking uh, data off of a flash array, whether it be a flash array X or a flash array C, and you're you're moving it off there to offload, um, and, mo- and most times just offload capacity. Um, so get old data off and and put it somewhere that's you know maybe accessible to different users or. Or just in, in a less expensive spot, um, and so we 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 introduced that, and then we also introduced the capability of offloading snapshots to any generic NFS target. Mm-hmm. So this is not just NFS on a pure storage platform, um, but of course we can offer that with a FlashBlade, which has a, you know its own really you know really super cool um, reference architectures that we can you know I'm sure you've talked about in previous episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But um. But you, any NFS target. You know, like a like a, like an old NFS uh, um, storage array that they might be uh, moving their production off of. They you can you know throw a, throw your snapshots over to that. Um, so it's not just collecting dust in the corner. So you know that that was kind of our first endeavor um, of having you know being able to have data that's that's portable um, and and moving it off of a flash array if a customer needs to. Um, and I I think the the next part is that is that what you brought up in in being uh, multi cloud capable. So, um, you know, we started this with, uh, with a product um, that we released called Cloud, Blo- cloud Block Store. Um, cloud Block Store is Purity. Um, so it, you, it's the same operating environment that we leverage for both the FlashRay X and the FlashRay C. And so this allows for customers to put a Purity instance into the cloud and be able to have their data be mobile um, and, and move between Flash Ray X and a Flash Ray C and Cloud Block Store and then any different version they need. And so some of our first customer use cases actually with cloud block store has been stuff like, like test dev and DevOps, and, and, and being able to have a a quickly scalable environment in the cloud with a consistent storage environment that they, that they have on prem and, and be able to leverage it like that. So that's, that was some of our first use cases and that's, it's been awesome. A lot of customers have been adopting it for that um, particular reason. Um, and then, you know, also the the last part of multi cloud is is uh, you know giving customers an option of, of of moving to the cloud with as little um, rearchitecting as possible. Um, because you know lifting and shifting, um, I think is the is the term everybody's pretty well aware of at this point. Lifting and shifting is not easy. You know, a lot, of, especially when you're moving from, you know, from an on on prem storage architecture to to a cloud architecture of. Of various formats, um, it's very very difficult for for full re re-architecture. Um The way that we have you know cloud block store in the cloud, yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty easy actually. So it's you Don't have to do a lot of work. So it's it provides a really nice vehicle from to get the customers' applications from, from on-prem into the cloud. So that's we've seen a lot of traction there too.
0: Yeah. I think important distinction is, is that this is the same purity though that's in those, you know, cloud service providers, in those CSPs. Absolutely. Uh, you know, you yep. con- contrast that to some of the other ways that this is quote unquote solved in, in the industry. And it's maybe, you know, throwing a couple of VMs up in the cloud, or you know, it's something that's not as elegant. And doesn't provide the same sort of end-to-end experience. What we're what we're truly talking about with Cloud Block Store is the same purity, you know, sitting in the cloud, and you know, harken back to what we talked about 15 minutes ago with Pure One, you have that global management plane that enables you to see and manage across that purity. And that's you know, that's why we do all of these things together. But I'm glad I'm glad you highlighted that because I, I think people sometimes don't entirely uh, grasp that um, you know that that the purity that's that's in the public cloud is the purity that's that's sitting on prem, and that just makes things inherently easier to do the test and dev, to do the lift and shift, to do yep. uh, BCDR in the cloud, you know what have you or or snapshotting whatever or even cloud snap right we didn't even talk about cloud snap and you know mm-hmm. the same kind of capability <laughs> to extend. The, the the snapped
1: nfs that you talked about and do it in a cloud yeah. there's so many so many options right and that's that's kind of the beauty of this is is all of this is all inclusive um yeah. you know I, I you know we say it over and over and over again hopefully people aren't getting tired of it because you know when, once you decide to partner with pure you know everything that we do is focused on you know helping innovate what you already have we're not desperately trying to come up with something new that's going to force you to rebuy something else. Yeah. Um, we're, we're putting all of our time and attention into being able to, you know, improve the thing that you decided, you know, to spend your, your organization's hard earned, you know, money on. So, um, and not only that, but you know, when, when we start talking about cloud block store and FlashRay X and flash C, you know, a lot of folks might be thinking, okay, how do I, you know, how do I actually buy that? Um, and the, I think another massive differentiator, and by the way, from an analyst perspective, this is something everybody just can't stop talking about. It's that we provide, you know, the ability for customers to, to consume, um, our data services in any way that they need to yeah. so they can have it in a capital, um, a, a traditional capital expense where they, you know, they buy the flash array and, and then every three years after that, they, they do their three year renewal and we get them the latest and greatest hardware. And that's, that's awesome. Um, And and that continues to be, you know, definitely our most popular um, route of, of acquisition. Um, But we've introduced something that we call, um, you know, and I I know that you're getting really deep in this on a, on a bunch of other stuff, Rob, and this is a pure as a service um, where customers can have a single contract where they, they realistically, they're just paying for the capacity that they consume and that contract can incorporate. Cloud block store capacity. You can incorporate, you know, Flash array X, FlashArray C, and you can you can be able to meet any performance or locality needs that you have um, with a single, you know, a consumption-based contract, which is pretty freaking crazy. And and it's this is by the way, this is not a a lease in yeah. hiding. I mean, we're not like yeah. we not don't have a financial arm that's we, exactly. We we're not doing this via a lease. This is true, like you know. Cloud big cloud like consumption, which is freaking awesome. Yeah,
0: which which is kind of what everybody wants now in in this new environment we're all living in, right? I mean, if you mm-hmm. can, you know, you can go to a, an exec at a company looking how they're gonna, you know, manage and maintain data over the next year and a half of uncertainty, and there's a way that we can give them something to scale up and scale down, and and you know, consume what you want to consume and pay what, you, what you're what you actually consuming for. You get rid of the risk, you get rid of the uncertainty mm-hmm. and you do it with something that's not, you know, cleverly financially engineered. It's actually, you know, legitimately what somebody wants to go and consume and then take all the things that you guys are doing with Purity and with Pure One and be able to manage it and put our services behind it, right? Our, our very high net promoter score, you know, customer support, are the people along with our really valued partners that are, that are putting this in place and, and operating it. It's, um, it's, it's a good story right now and it's certainly resonating. We're, we're certainly talking about this a lot more over the last three to six months.
1: Yeah. The, it just, the, the portfolio continues to get more complete um, and, uh, and we just continue to, to put customers first. So we're, yeah, we're very, very excited with everything we've done. And, and, you know, thanks for the time to, you know, Absolutely. for, for, to you, Rob, for letting us kind of talk about this on, on uh, on your podcast and, and thanks for all the listeners for, you know, for, for listening in and, um, and especially for existing customers and, you know, for being part of this and, you know, uh, you know, providing us the opportunity to continue to build on it and, and, uh, and keep your loyalty. So it's been, it's been really great. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. And, and it's always fun to have a have a really exciting and successful launch. And this time we were able to do it in conjunction with a really um, exciting online digital event as well. Right.
1: Accelerate. Right. Hope, hopefully you have a podcast dedicated just to that because <laughs> Accelerate was uh, was really, really fun. That was a good time yesterday.
0: Yeah. Maybe we'll do a recap on that. Although there was so much there that I don't know how we could cover it all. <laughs> uh, really tough to do. But congratulations to you and, and the extended team. I I know there was, you know, just countless hours of of engineering effort and the product management team and the product marketing team and all throughout the company um, to to get this out and to to get the response that we got. And, you know, a lot of great articles, a lot of good press, a lot of good analyst responses to this. So um, if you want to check out more on Purity, go to purestorage.com slash purity, and you can see the latest on our Agile data services announcement and details of everything that James and I have been talking about through this three-part series. And if you made it through this three-part series, thank you so much, congratulations. James, thanks uh, for coming on. It was always uh, It's always a blast to do these with you.
1: Thanks, Rob, thanks everybody.
0: Cool, and with that, we will go ahead and wrap. Thanks for listening, thanks for telling a colleague, And please keep sending the feedback in and we will bring out great speakers and topics to you, just like James and this Purity series. And with that, we will close. For Pure Storage and James Gallegos, this is Rob Ludeman saying, don't look back, something might be gaining on you.